0: Did you know your sociability score can actually enhance or hinder your career? Now, it's very dependent on what you do for a living, but being a sociable or less sociable person can actually grow your career, believe it or not. Welcome back to The Liz Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Lewis. By all means, call me Liz. And by the way, please rate this show. Give it five stars. Write a comment, especially on Apple Podcasts. That would be so amazing to me. Today, we're talking about three tips to enhance your career growth. We're specifically referring how to either increase or decrease your sociability score based off of your career. Believe it or not, talking too much or talking too little can destroy your career and hinder your ability to influence and impact people. It can even impact your executive presence. So if you're an executive or if you wanna be an executive, then you need to be mindful of, are you talking too much or are you not talking enough? I have been a personality theorist expert for a handful of years now. I started my career in psychometric testing almost a decade ago. And after reading thousands of psychometric reports, I've learned so much about the personality traits that you need to have to be successful in a career. And when I say psychometrics, I mean personality traits. That's just what industrial and organizational psychologists call personality traits in connection to a career, right? Now, I'm not going to be speaking of a specific career in today's episode. I'm just going to be talking to you at a really high level. You know yourself, and it's really important for you to trust yourself. Now, on average, most careers require an average level of sociability to be a score of six. So 60% of your personality needs to be an extrovert, right? However, there's so many other traits that are subtle and other characteristics that can influence you to be more or less social. For instance, I've seen this so many times, someone who is high extrovert, so a six or higher... However, they have really low autonomy, like a, like a three, we could say, and they have self-confidence of a two. So they're going to show up more of an introvert than an extrovert. So understand that when you're looking at your personality traits or psychometrics, you really got to factor a lot of things in. But if we're just going to isolate sociability for today's episode, then pay attention to how you would categorize yourself and what your career duties are. Does that sound good? When I say social, by the way, I'm referring to being an extrovert, an ambivert, or an introvert. Now, an extrovert is someone whose interest and energies goes towards the outer world of people and things, rather than the inner world of subjective experiences. Extroverts are relatively outgoing, gregarious, sociable, and openly expressive. Now, there is a misbelief that extroverts get their energy from the people. While this is true, it's also not true. I mean, at the end of the day, nobody can sustain tons and tons and tons of hours with people. Everyone does need time to um, refresh and um, resuscitate their energy levels, right? At the end of the day, if you're an extrovert, you're going to be speaking about your personal problems to a lot of people, whereas introverts are not going to be sharing, especially not easily. Now, extroverts are easily drained by being alone. At the end of the day, they do get more energy, they do get motivation, they do get that like shot of energy from hanging out with people or being in a sales call or holding a meeting. Engaging with people is how they get their energy more times than not. But again, it is a spectrum. We all need alone time. We all need downtime. The bottom line is you're an extrovert if you enjoy socializing and talking to others. Understand the manifestation of this can change based off of your wiring. For instance, you can be a task-oriented extrovert or a people-oriented extrovert. And I'm sure you can probably think of people in your world, one who's like all about hanging with people, loves talking to people, just loves interacting with people, but can never complete a task, right? They're probably more ADHD prone just to go on an extreme spectrum for a second. Not everyone is. And then there's that task oriented extrovert who's very outgoing and sociable only in work or in hobbies or where they're doing a task with other people, right? Like that's how they get connection. If you're a task-oriented extrovert, sitting down and just talking with people... With no true agenda or purpose, is just not gonna be your thing in most cases. Again, always the exception to the rule. You like to socialize around something, right? Like those work and hobbies, like I said earlier. Now, extroverts are gonna be amazing entrepreneurs, lawyers, certain medical field positions, service providers, like hairdressers, financial advisors, and so forth. They're also gonna be great at sales. They're gonna be great at supervising or managing people. Most C-suite positions require you to have an extroverted personality. And of course, being an actor in the limelight is going to require that too. You'd want your personality to be at least 70% extroverted if this was your career field. Now, please remember, there's always the exception to the rule. I believe in making the impossible possible. There are tons of people out there that are introverts and are succeeding at being an entrepreneur. So understand this is just what the general research is saying. Next is an ambivert. And this is someone who displays characteristics of introversion and extroversion in equal degrees. For an ambivert, everything is going to depend on the right context, the right situation. It's very much the Goldilocks syndrome. They need that perfect ratio. Usually ambiverts prefer to work alone. So if you're an ambivert, you're going to have moderate sociability, but very high autonomy right you like to work independently and again you can learn your personality traits by taking my performance development assessment it's 39.95 right now this is going to score you in 23 psychometrics and if you want you can also schedule a needs analysis assessment for with me as well and i will debrief you on your results i'll also ask you to take two or three other assessments. And I will tell you exactly what's hindering you, the exact mindset that is fixed that's hindering you and what you need to do to shift your mindset. Those two links will be down below. Now, amberverts are also outgoing, but they actually require more alone time than an extrovert. I'm an ambervert. I'm an ambivert. I have such high autonomy. Sometimes it's too high and I have to be conscious to like reduce that. I'm also very task oriented. So I prefer to really extrovert with people around tasks and hobbies. Um, I'm also introspective. So I love just sitting and talking to people as well. Anyways, ambiverts are like a light switch, I like to say. When they are on, they are on. But when they are off, they are off. And what I mean by this is an ambivert, when it reaches its top of extroversion. It needs to go. And it doesn't care what time it is, who they're going to offend, They are like, peace out. I've got to go. I've got to go and revitalize my soul and my mind in silence. Now, ambiverts are excellent in tradesmen, laboratory technicians, medical, dental assistants, nurses, drafting technicians, computer programmers, analysts, mechanics, toolmakers, I mean, there's just so many, right? And this is, again, they're going to need more of that four to six score in that sociability category, which is actually the first category of my performance development assessment. It's the first personality trait you get scored in. So that leaves us with introverts, right? Introverts are individuals whose orientation is toward the internal private world of oneself and one's inner thoughts and feelings rather than the outer world of people and things. Just to kind of recap really quickly before we go further into introverts, an extrovert is going to want to talk to you about what's bothering them. An ambivert will talk to you depending on what the topic is, right? It's going to be context-based. An introvert, not going to really share their internal thoughts. It's going to take a little bit more um, effort to hear that or more desire on their end, right? Again, all of these sociability traits are on a spectrum. It's a continuum of attitudes and behaviors that you have to really factor in, as well as other psychometrics. Now, introverts are relatively more withdrawn, retiring, reserved, quiet, and deliberate. They mute or guard expression of positive effect, are more skeptical, and prefer to work alone. Now, a true introvert is also gonna have a high autonomy score. So are you noticing that you could have a really high sociability score But if you have a high autonomy score that's actually going to shift how much of an extrovert or an introvert you are it's pretty interesting right now introverts are amazing at doing any work that just falls on them just working in a little cubicle or working in the basement or working where there's no windows and just being in their own little world, they are amazing at that. So think data entry, computer engineers, certain scientists, especially in laboratories, paralegals, graphic designers, IT individuals, librarians, writer, and even certain medical fields. Like for instance, psychiatrists are more introverted than in any other medical um, career. And again, that score would be like a one to three. So now that we're clear on what an ambivert is, what an introvert is, and what an extrovert is, let me share three suggestions for high sociability and for low sociability. But we're going to first start with low sociability. One of the first things you want to ask yourself, and I've seen this quite a bit, is, is being an introvert your preference? Is this truly authentic to how God designed you? Do you genuinely prefer to be alone? Or, And I've seen this quite a bit. Are you staying isolated because of your past experiences with relationships? Think about it. If you've had traumatic childhood experiences as a child, if you've had a lot of death as a child, if you were bullied a lot as a kid, or if you never had a really great relationship with people in the past, you might be cutting your nose off to spite your face. And this makes sense, right? Your experience tells you that people don't like you. So might as well remove yourself from all these people so you don't get rejected. Take a second and reflect on this, right? Because I'm someone who's an ambivert. I I score extroverted, but my other traits will, will actually bring me down. And, you know, like 12, 14 years ago, I scored more introverted because of the tremendous trauma, childhood death and bullying I experienced as a child. And it makes sense, right? People don't like to feel rejected. People want to feel accepted. And so sometimes people will protect themselves so that they don't have to experience the pain. Now, if you prefer to be alone, that's awesome, right? If you're like, nope, I'm an introvert. I've been this way since I was a child before I even really understood what rejection was, then this is amazing to know about yourself. This means you're gonna wanna have a career that allows you to be isolated and left alone. Now, be mindful that your aloof behavior may limit open communication with others, which can hinder your growth. So, one thing you want to do is make sure that you are taking time to communicate and interact with people because people hire and advance people that they like, not always the people with the correct criteria, right? So, something to just think about. The second thing are you lonely? If you're lonely, Again, you're an introvert, we're talking about here. If you're lonely and you want more friends, if this is something you daydream about, challenge yourself to connect with people who have the same values, interests, or hobbies. Look for people that you feel psychologically safe with. In fact, pay attention to the people in your life today who make you feel psychologically safe so you know what to look for in those future individuals. And really work on growing your assertiveness and being more open-minded. Here's another thing about introverts. They're not as assertive as an extrovert or an ambivert is, right? They're not gonna speak the um, offense. They're not gonna take the initiative to take control or, or challenge a situation. They're gonna be more like passive, so you could even try to live by this motto, right? Yes and, that could be your new mantra, right? Yes and, and just see where it gets you. Start saying yes more, because again, introverts are gonna be a little bit more closed-minded, a little less assertive, more reserved, not as bold and so forth. So that yes and motto, motto, mantra, whatever you wanna call it, I feel like I can't pronounce it today, is what you want to adapt. Now the third thing is, If you're an introvert, is to really reflect on how your attitudes are. Because sometimes introverts can send the wrong body language. And so you really wanna be mindful of how are you exhibiting, how are you manifesting some of your attitudes? What is your tone, attitude, behaviors, body language, and words when you engage with people, especially people who aren't really too sure about you? Ask people you trust people you feel psychologically safe with and people you respect to give you feedback about how you interact with others. This is so important, especially if you're an introvert and you're like, man, I really want to grow in my career, but I don't know how, or I don't know what I'm doing wrong, or I don't know what I could do more of. Learning how to be a little more extroverted could take you so far. I've seen it so many times before. The fact of the matter is, is we need people, right? We need people to move forward in life. And you can't succeed independently. Nobody has done everything on their own, right? When people say they're self-taught, that means that they went and did the research and the learnings from other people, so they still needed other people, and then they implemented in their own lives. They didn't just figure everything out themselves, no. They had other teachers. It was just usually in a more passive educational format, if that makes sense. So here's a tip to be mindful of. If you score low in recognition, exhibition, trust, nurturance, assertiveness, boldness, responsibility, and all of the self-discipline traits on the performance development assessment, here's what I want you to do. I want you to pick one and work to grow it. Because again, low recognition, low exhibition, low trust, low nurturance, low assertiveness, low boldness, low responsibility, and all of the self-discipline traits – if they are low too, they will keep you from excelling in your career field, which means you will not make as much money as you could if you increase these. So pick one of those traits, work on growing it each week. Now, likewise, if you're an introvert and you have high autonomy, you want to be mindful of being more of a team player, right? And that's going to require a little bit more of open-mindedness. So Start to pay attention on what some characteristics, behaviors, attitudes, beliefs you could start to develop to become a better team player. Now, here are three suggestions for high sociability. If you're an extrovert, listen up. Number one, get a job that allows you to leverage the social butterfly within you. So if you're a really, really, really high, high, high extrovert, like a nine or a 10, make sure your job is people-oriented, like 90% people oriented and like 10% task oriented. There are many jobs out there where being outgoing is a huge attribute. I mean, immediately I think of sales. To feel more satisfaction in your career, it's going to be vital to have a job that allows you to leverage your extroversion. You get energized with people. We need to make sure this is the center of your world. Otherwise, you're going to have oppression. You're going to struggle with depression even. You might even have more anxiety and stress. You're Authentic well being will be suppressed because you are being inauthentic to yourself, right? And we spend most of our time at our job. So, this is something you really want to be mindful of. Number two, challenge yourself to meet people who are outside your current connections. Extroverts love challenges. Usually extroverts love meeting people, right? Not always. I guess I'm making assumptions there because some extroverts actually have really low boldness, which would mean they like a challenge. So if you have high boldness, then you like a challenge. If you have low boldness, then eh, you're like apprehensive about it. One thing extroverts can sometimes do poorly And also, well, is they're really good at influencing and impacting people. But that means they're also sometimes very constricted on their viewpoint, meaning they sometimes forget to uphold the autonomy of other people, allowing other people to make decisions and choices that are best for them. And instead, they project their beliefs, their core values, their core beliefs and lived experiences onto other people. And if you disagree with that, they can become a little aggressive. So one thing you want to do is challenge people one thing you want to do then is find people who have different beliefs than yours and learn how to grow that empathy, learn how to hold their lived experience, especially if it directly contradicts with yours in your hand with that empathy, right? This is great if you want to be a leader, because leaders have to learn how to listen and accept everybody, right? So this would be a great challenge. Number three, and this is more of a warning, be mindful that your extroversion ways are used appropriately. I see this quite a bit, especially if you're an extrovert with high recognition. When you have high recognition, that means you have what's called fear of man. It means you are codependent. It, and I see this in introverts and ambiverts. It's not an exclusion to one or the other. But when you have that high recognition, what you're saying at an unconscious belief is that What and how people see you is more valuable to you than how you see yourself. You need to be liked. And if someone doesn't like you, then that could keep you up at night, right? Again, it's a spectrum, so it depends on how high it is. But if it's an eight or above, you give your power away to people, And this can hinder you, especially if you're in a leadership position, right? Because if you're caring too much about what people are going to think about you, then you might not do the best decision because you're too worried about what people are going to think about you than to execute and be disliked for a little bit. Being overly social, especially at the wrong time, can cause you to reduce performance, increase procrastination, and just waste a lot of time and bandwidth. I see this quite a bit with extroverts who are people-oriented. If you are people-oriented and you are a manager and you really love to chat with people, we need to be mindful of time management and discipline and making sure you are completing the tasks that you need to complete. Those are the three suggestions. If you're an ambivert, I'm gonna encourage you to figure out which ones resonated best with you and to make the appropriate recalibrations where you see fit. Again, trust your internal self Believe it or not, your sociability score can hinder your career growth, right? There's times and places where you need to be social and you need to learn that if that's something you're very um, goal-oriented about is growing your career, And remember, if you want to figure out where you score on the psychometrics I listed out, then go and take the performance development assessment. You can also schedule for a needs analysis. And I put that calendar down below. It'll take your payment, allow you to schedule. And I'll send you an email with the other three assessments you need to take so I can give you that debrief. It's 90 minutes long. I'm so excited to see where you guys go. Thank you for writing a review and giving me five stars. Uh, In the meantime, I wish you a great, great, great day. It's up to you to create it and know that I'm rooting for you.